What's up, everybody? I go by the name of Domo. And I go by the name of Yoshiko. We sit with entrepreneurs and artists across disciplines to share their stories, insight, and gems. Their journey will inspire you to think about community and your own narrative, how it shapes who you are, and what your legacy will be. You're listening to No Blueprint. No Blueprint. No Blueprint. No Blueprint. You are listening to No Blueprint. Hello. <laughs> My name is Pekka. I am the owner and independent artist of Impeccable Nails. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Let's, I want to start from the beginning. Where were you born? I was born here in Seattle, Washington. Um, but I was first raised in Rainier Vista area, like Columbia City, yeah. like around here. I've honestly just been all over Seattle, living in different cities, from the south to the west. Nice. What was, was there a reason for all of the moves? Was it- oh well, honestly, like well, my mom was a single parent uh, when we first started in the south end. Um, so I guess you can say she was living with assistance, like because uh, she was younger and with mm-hmm. me. Um, so after she kind of got more on her feet. Um, we moved to West Seattle and the education and just uh, better opportunities, to be honest, because yeah. I just remember having such a big difference from going to school in the South End to going to school in West Seattle. Right. I feel like I felt an instant change. Like, Yo. seriously, like yeah. it, it's crazy how how big of an effect a teacher or just like the environment has. So I feel like that's probably more so why we moved. And it was just a nice area. We never lived by a beach before. Uh, So that was really nice. Nice. Mm -hmm. Especially with a kid, right? Yeah, definitely. That's real. How how old was your mom when she had you? Oh, she was 16 when she had me, but, or she got pregnant at 16 and had me at 17. Siblings? Uh, Yeah, I have actually two younger sisters. One is four and one is nine. Oh wow! So so okay, okay. Yep, and then my older little sister has two sisters too. So it's like I got four sisters. Awesome, awesome, awesome. (laughs) Yep. Yo, so then that's so interesting. I'm kind of I'm stuck on this idea with schooling because I do a lot of like advocating for after school like steam programs Mm -hmm. in the south end and a lot of it is from exactly what you're talking about like the education is just it's so different the education that you'll that a child in the south end will get Mm -hmm. versus a child even in west seattle or a child is i mean looking at the north end schools and looking at the schools on the east side so that's absolutely that's awesome that your your mother had the intuition to be like listen my daughter needs a better education. We're going to go over here. What high school? I went to West Seattle High School. Okay. What was that like? It was good. I actually, uh, I feel like I kind of fell a little bit more in love with art at in high school because my art teacher, he really tapped in with me a little bit more than, I guess you can say, middle school and yeah. elementary school. Uh, so it was really good. I feel like I was able to get a little bit more creative and have a little bit of direction with mm-hmm. that uh, teacher yeah. in West Seattle. And then I just, I feel like I had so much friends. We lived on Alki, so like all my friends would come over after school. So it was really good. <laughs> I mean, you know, dream, minus right? of course, you know, high school. Yeah, right. Everything the else that happens the drama in high school. In high yeah. school. Yes, yes. Figuring yourself out, yes. figuring out your friends and all that extra stuff. But for Absolutely. the most part, it was good. 
What year did you graduate? 2010. 2010. Okay. Do you remember the name of your art teacher? Yes. Mike Gervais is his name. Okay. Yeah, he actually retired the year that I graduated, so I Googled him, but I can't find him. (laughs) He's like, I'm gone. I don't want to be found. Right. And then what type of art were you into? To be honest, I feel like I've always been into so many different things like anime. I love doing photorealism. That's what I really fell in love when I was in high school because he taught me the the ways to do it. And that's basically replicating something that is real. Yeah. Um, And that that makes me really happy. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess just kind of all different types of art. Shout out to the art stuff. teachers. Yeah, man. Art teachers. Say, right? I was going to say, art teachers always, always are the ones. Yeah, they're important. Yeah. So then you graduate high school. Mm-hmm. Did you already, did you know that you wanted to do something with that was art related? Definitely. Were you, oh, really? I knew I wanted to do something art related, but yeah. at the time, I honestly, I just didn't, my mind wasn't on college. Mm. So I kind of like, I was just like, nah, I'm not going to go to college because I wasn't fully, I didn't see art as a job or a career when I was in high school in 2010. Yeah. So I took like a couple of months and I was looking into schools for makeup because I was like, why don't I don't do makeup? Why don't I try that out? Um, But I actually went to cosmetology school for hair in 2010 when I graduated from high school. Interesting. And then from that, I like doing the manicures and the pedicures side of that school. And I was like, I like hair. I made a little bit of money on here but it didn't make me happy enough okay and so i like i started serving i went back to school for nails where did you go to to do nail or to go to school for nails i went to evergreen beauty college in everett okay and at the time i was living in Burien, so i like oh, i would literally trick. yeah i went I think school started at eight at the time, but me living in Burien, I had to go through all the fields of traffic. So literally I would leave at four in the morning, get to school at six and sleep in my car until uh, to try school to, just started. Just to try to beat traffic. No, I did beat traffic. Yeah, yeah, there wasn't yeah, no clearly. trying. Yeah, yeah, I beat yeah, traffic. Clearly, That's clearly. a sweet spot, you know? That is. Yeah, I had to leave early, yeah. but it was worth it. And I just um, took a nap until yeah. I started school. That's real. <laughs> As you were going through school, were you still like creating as far as art was concerned? Oh yeah, well, that... when I went to cosmetology school, when I was still doing hair, I was painting my nails every day. Okay. If not every day, every two days. Nice. And that was when this thing called Crackle came out back then. And it's basically this polish that you put over a polish that okay. will kind of like... Uh, crackle. Like, yeah. you put on a solid polish, but then it'll kind of like... Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Like I don't know how to explain it. Does it make that sound? <laughs> no, it doesn't oh. make the sound. I was like, what? I made the sound. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, wow. Yeah, but it's basically it like separates, like little chunks will separate on top of the polish. So that just made it was just really fascinating back in the day so i would just do a bunch of art like yeah. glitter and see if i could do some polka dots and mm-hmm. stuff and back then 2000 say 2011 uh, 2012 nail art wasn't as much uh, popular as it is right now yeah so it was just like it was really intriguing to me back then because the little artist in me was like oh i wonder if i could do this yeah. and do that so yeah when i was in cosmetology school i was painting my nails 24 7 would be in the break room at school for hair telling the front desk okay guys i'm not taking any more clients i'm about to do my classmates nails in the break room yeah. <laughs> yeah. so that creativity like always stuck with me when i found out that i like yeah. uh, doing nails did you get any pushback? What do you mean? Just like, 
when you were like, I'm not taking any more clients? Or was it like, or like in the studio? Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, people were sad oh. that I wasn't taking clients, but I am now, but it's yeah. like, you have to kind of agree with different things that are, you know, my policies and such. Absolutely. Once you were finished and you got your license, you got your second license, mm -hmm. Then what did you like? What what was your what did you envision that you were going to be doing? Did you always know that you were going to be an entrepreneur? No, okay. it was somewhat forced in okay. a way. I mean, I can't say I was forced to do it, <laughs> but to be honest, after I graduated from nail tech school, I got my license and I was doing nails at home. I I would charge five dollars for your first time, ten dollars for your second time. Okay. That's but, cheap. As I was yes. gonna say, you were doing it on the low. Slinging nails, like, okay. yeah. Just looking back, it's just like, wow, girl, you used to do nails for five, ten dollars, breaking yourself. Right. Uh, but obviously, it just made me happy enough oh, that yeah. I was making only ten dollars. Absolutely. But I went to a bunch of different nail shops and I showed them my portfolio because even when I was in school, I was doing a lot of fun great stuff kind of like advanced than the people that were in school um, so I had a portfolio right when I had graduated I went to a bunch of different local shops which more and more so Vietnamese own mm -hmm. um, and I showed them my work even places that were hiring they're like no we're not not anymore yeah like your night your work is really really nice but we ain't got time for yeah, you <laughs> like no. you can't make no money I was just having that conversation just about the politics behind entrepreneurship from a standpoint where on one hand you're like wow that's so cool that xyz community is so connected to their own community and they're building them up but then it's yeah. like okay but what does that mean when somebody who's not in that community is trying to get into doing something so then what happened like so you can't get a job at a nail shop they're telling you that your work is good, so you're being validated in a way, mm -hmm. but you can't get money out here. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but after knocking on so many different doors, I actually somewhat built like a little clientele at home. Mm -hmm. uh, so one of my clients, she had uh, went to this shop. Before she had came to me, she went to this other shop and she's like, you know what, you should go down, try this shop. They do nail art, so they might like your work. Uh, so I went down there and it was a Vietnamese owned shop as well. And I showed them my work and she was like, okay, uh, we'll come in basically like for a demo type of thing let's see we'll throw you in there see if you can get a hang of it and I I mean I did what I did it wasn't nothing new to me even though I was out of school it just came really natural uh, to me and I'm not the type of person that will like uh, look at somebody just because of their race I feel like they felt right. since I was black that like maybe she would be racist or maybe mm -hmm. she won't like us and I know we talk in our language I could just you know that energy right. I yeah. could feel that yeah. energy but that's not the type of person that I am right. or I wouldn't have went there looking for work right yeah. right mm -hmm. right, right. Um, so that's I, I want to pause for a minute because that's uh, real too what you just said right it's just in that an outsider coming in does that mean does that mean we will have to change who we are in order to feel accustomed to you coming into this position yeah that's real yeah. that's mm -hmm. real that's real that's crazy yeah <laughs> yeah i was but definitely but yeah they ended up letting me work there and 
there was definitely some pros and cons, I mm -hmm. should say. But at the end of the day, I worked there for three months and they had let me go due to some really not professional things not on my behalf wow. but on their behalf and i just take it as experience honestly and wow. i i will say that that is what pushed me a bit more to becoming my own yeah. boss was there the anything the was there anything that you saw that either validated that yo i could do this on my own or that was like oh shit i didn't think about this well to be honest still at that point I feel like people around me, like my support team or people who felt that they can team with me, I felt like they saw it in me and mm. I still didn't see it. Okay. You know, at that point at that point I still didn't see it. Yeah. It was something that still kind of forced me like girl you gotta this is what you gonna have to do because yeah. the places that were hiring they were just for natural nails right. and I went to school for natural nails and I went to school for not natural nails and I wanted to do more than just the basics and those places were predominantly spas white owned and I've worked at one but it's it's just crazy I feel like they the places that I worked for I feel like they they wanted something out of me, but it's like I wanted to help, but at the end they still had like a plan. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Or just like mm -hmm. they wanted to be the one that was winning or just, I don't know how exactly yeah. to explain it, but yeah. I feel like wherever I go, whatever I put my energy towards, whether I'm working or if I'm just donating my time, I feel like I'm doing it genuinely. And I feel like the places that I worked for prior to working for myself, I feel like they had- What is the word? Uh, uh, ulterior motive. Yes, yeah, exactly that's that. Yeah. That's, that's it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Interesting. That uh, that always happens when you work for someone. The Absolutely, yeah. That's, yeah, that's just how it for is. number one. Yeah, 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 yeah you are here for- Because it's like, how, how am I to expect them to not to not want to look out for themselves? Yeah. That's why I, they, are, they have a business. So then you decide, I'm gonna get my business license? Or did uh, you? I actually had a client yeah. of mine who had a hair salon. Okay. And she actually followed me from home to that nail salon from her business. Cause yeah. she was working at a place and was booth renting for her uh, her business, but she opened up a business. Her name is Candace Smiley, Miss Twist, nice. Artistry Studio in Renton. Hey. Check her out. She's the best in Seattle. Okay. That's yes. the, that's fine. Let it twist you up. She, yes. she does really good natural styles. Nice. Okay, mm -hmm. maybe, maybe another guest for the future. Yeah, yeah definitely. All right, there it is. Mm -hmm. um, dope. So then, okay, so you start you start renting a booth. Did you immediately know that you had something because clients had followed you from from getting you know your nails at the house? A or? whole another year of me not like fully like understanding <laughs> who I was, and I feel like every day it's still yeah. like, damn girl, like you sleeping on yourself. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I feel like she believed it. Like I had spoke earlier, I feel like my colleagues or my family or my yeah. close friends they they saw it in me, and she saw it in me. She's like, girl, you gonna be good. Yeah. and it was. Hard hard yeah. it was really hard because yeah. i had went to school right out of school and went back to school right so i hadn't gotten like on my feet financially mm -hmm. yet so putting my money the little money that i had into the business 
into her business as well right. it was pretty difficult but i feel like that there pushed me to want to like okay you if you can do this and pay rent here you can do it on your own Absolutely. so i would say yes that's when it like it clicked like okay, okay you could be doing this alone or just like independently okay um, absolutely i have a question so yeah. i just looked at your instagram mm -hmm. and you have forty thousand followers so so i'm because we're in a conversation about like when did it click mm -hmm. so when did you start amassing so much so many followers because even some established nail shops don't have that many followers yeah right? a lot of different yeah businesses even some people are on a like higher platform yeah i guess i feel like to me it's just a way of connecting with people and yeah. I feel like I have a good way of connecting with people through my art and my my work in general yeah. mm -hmm. um, but I feel like I've always kind of it, it was a personal Instagram first so it wasn't a business one yeah. the whole time so I guess it's just my artistic personality yeah. is what attracts people and it just me being myself just allows people or it, it keeps attracting more people, and more yeah. people yeah. so mm -hmm. when was it when you started getting like a lot like when it like started to pick up maybe my second year of having Instagram I guess you can say wow. I hadn't I haven't like tallied how yeah. many people followed me in right. so many some years advice. i can't yeah i can't yeah. <laughs> hashtag i mean you gotta put some work in yeah my private anyways yeah well you gonna keep it private <laughs> yo yeah <laughs> but no but like i feel like i feel no but i'm saying like young folks i feel like we know social media and yeah. that brings in people yeah right yeah yeah being your own boss now owning your own business mm -hmm. How did you come to the point where you knew what your rate was and what your worth is? Um, well, honestly, going through the different experiences that I have, not just only the nail shop experience, um, just customer service. I've worked in so many different customer service mm -hmm. uh, businesses. Uh, but what I will say specifically with what we're saying, working in the nail shop, there's so much chaos going on. There's no policies. Right. Maybe it's like a tax on a credit card. Or something that's the policy. Like oh, it was fifty dollars or fifty cents for right. whatever. Anywho, for transactions. Yeah. What I'm trying to say is, at the nail shops, I feel like they don't have any type of policies. You can come in at any time, even if you have an appointment. You can come in late. They're gonna fit you in. You can bring your mom, your auntie, <laughs> your daughter, your children. Everybody's in the nail shop, that's like real. waiting. Like it's a crowd in the shop, and they'll accept a walk-in right before they have a person that has an appointment Ooh. at that same time make the person that has an appointment wait because they just fit in a walk-in so they can make $15 mm. and I feel like I wasn't having none of that shit <laughs> like that is not for me I'm sorry but right. especially being a Virgo I'm like hell no <laughs> this is not okay I'm I like yeah and I don't like people hovering and like looking over the stuff that I do it yeah. takes time yeah. and it's very intricate so I feel like I wanted to provide a service that was more personal yeah. and I wanted them to have their own time and you're gonna have to pay for your time right and if you're late you're gonna have to pay for your time because that time missed is time missed out of yeah. uh, my check you know if I don't have a client I get paid per client I'm yeah. not just making hourly right I make money per person uh, so I had to go through a lot of different experiences I was about to say I don't that's a whole 
we would be here forever, I'm sure. Yeah. Because I'm sure you've seen it all, like from seen a lot of stuff. last minute councils to yo, I'm here now two hours later to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I feel like I'm thankful. I'm so yeah. thankful because I feel like the energy that I have, the way that I've already set up my policies, Absolutely. I feel like everybody just kind of gets in line. Yep. And then if there's a hair out of order, <laughs> I let them know, yeah. and then it just gets back in order. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm very thankful, but I will say I've gone through a lot of different experiences sure. to get to that. Even when I was working at uh, Miss Twist yeah. Studio, because I was still learning, because I only early. had three months yeah. of experience at the nail shop. So that's that's real. I had yeah. to get it. I had to get myself together and all that's, these other girls together. That's real. Obviously, it shows that you're very passionate about like the art piece. Mm -hmm. What's like the most difficult? like art on a nail on nails that you have, you've done the most difficult that i would say is portraits so actually portraits. making a person's face would be probably the most difficult somebody's nail yeah that's, that's like a, a face or a logo or something like that but i feel like a face is a bit harder because a face is a face right yeah, yeah. yeah. and it's on a nail at that the same look time. like my cousin yeah <laughs> exactly exactly so is it like one face per nail like or like you i don't know how to explain it it's just the face is on the one nail mm -hmm. oh. yeah it just depends on uh how difficult the actual image that i'm replicating yeah. i guess wow. that's what would make it the most hard. i feel like the most I spent on, most time I spent on some nails. I feel like I spent a lot of time on the Cardi B nails that I did. Like, wow. cause I- So wait, wait, what, what are Cardi B nails? Yeah, talk, talk about that. What well, is that? The, the set that I had did, it was an encapsulated yellow mylar set. So the okay. actual nails, they were like a glittery yellow. Uh -huh. I hand painted Cardi B's face on my middle finger and it was like the ah, you know, <laughs> The tongue out, Cardi B yes. <laughs> from Love and Hip Hop. Yeah, yes. okay, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> yes, her tongue was all the way out. Yes. Oh wow! Um, so that itself, it took hours just to do her face. Wow. And then after that, I wanted the whole set to be inspired by her own style. So I did crazy bling, like three D wow. jewels wow. on top of jewels type of set. Is that on Instagram? Mm -hmm. we'll yeah, definitely. We'll and like, this is just blowing my mind because there's not much real estate on the nails. Right, you know? yes. But then there is. Really? At the same time, I feel like it depends on the perspective that you look at them. Because right. it's like, you it's, see it's me, just another canvas. You honestly. see me hide my, my nasty fingers. <laughs> Y'all like trying to clean it. Yeah, I'm embarrassed. <laughs> and then what's next? I am actually working on classes right now. I'm okay. Really, You're giving really classes. excited. Yes. I'm what are you taking classes nail for? Class. No, no, she's giving classes. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah I, I saw that. Take classes. I saw that. <laughs> yeah. I saw well, I mean, that. I'm, I'm into it, but most yeah. of my classes, so I have to travel and stuff. But anywho, I'm going to be the one that people are traveling to this yes. year. <laughs> I'm excited because okay. the education that I had in more so nail school wasn't the best education. Right. I feel like I've gone through a lot of different experiences and paid for advanced classes. Right. And just from an artist's standpoint, I feel like I have a lot of experience and knowledge to give. Hell yeah. And Which is I, why we're here. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I, I want to give back. Yes. So I'm, I'm excited about that. 
how do people, how can someone sign up for your classes? How do people stay in touch? So right now I'm going to be posting everything on Instagram, but once I uh, finalize things, which will be most likely Monday, August 27th, I'm going to okay. finalize everything, have a post flyer, all yep. the information. Look for that information on my Instagram, Impeccable Nails with a K. And I will have all that information. And once I see that specific people are really interested, yeah. we will communicate from that point. Yep. You can also email me at impeccablenails at gmail.com. Yes. And then if you if you are looking for rates, if you're looking for how to get your nails done from Pekka, follow her on Instagram. Yeah. And let's get it. Yeah. And oh, yes. sorry, one more thing. Yeah, no, no, no. Go. Another thing that I'm actually looking forward to, to that you guys can look forward yes. to too is I'll be doing YouTube. Okay. Yeah. So Ow. it's something I'm excited yes. for. I know it's going to be a whole new realm. Yes. <laughs> you have people helping you? You have people like I was say. Not yet. It's like, no, it's just okay. me. Oh, okay. Wow. It's been okay. Me. Yes, but okay. I'm excited for that, yeah. and I'm definitely like open to uh, taking advice. And I got you. Different stuff. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. it's gonna be a whole new world for me. But Absolutely. I'm excited. Are you gonna be like those people? No, that's makeup. Oh. <laughs> I know they like do the swatches and stuff. Right. No, I'm gonna be like this. Right, right. Yes, mm -hmm. that's that's super awesome. Yeah. That is super cool. I'm excited. Cool. Well, we will we will definitely make sure that this goes out far and wide. We don't have forty thousand followers on Instagram, <laughs> but that's <laughs> right. That's, that's yeah, so it's cool. absolutely. 40, 000, that's a lot. We super appreciate you. your time. This your YouTube is gonna blow up. Like I'm sure folks will like be coming in and out of your class. Like this is ah, oh, this is dope. Yeah. Thank you so Thank much you. for all your time. Thank appreciate you guys for having me. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. This is Pekka, and you're listening to No Blueprint Podcast. If you liked what you heard, be sure to donate so we can keep going. We are on SoundCloud, iTunes, and YouTube, so be sure to subscribe, rate, and comment. You have no idea how much it helps. We also want to know what you think. You can hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and you can even use the hashtag NoBlueprint. And if you're really down with the movement, you can join our Patreon account and become a patron, where you'll get exclusive content and limited edition merchandise. No Blueprint is powered by Ambassador Stories. We share stories of the people, places, and spaces that bring soul to our communities. No Blueprint is recorded at Ambassador Stories Studios and co-produced with me, Maya Aina. Hear more episodes of No Blueprint and get official No Blueprint merchandise at noblueprintpodcast.com.